Critics and theorists such as Maulana Karenga, Addison Gale Jr., and Larry Neal define the early 1960s to mid-1970s as the period of the black arts movement. This was a period when a number of African Americans were concerned with the meaning and purpose of African American literature as both an agent for sociopolitical change and as functional aesthetics, successful only when it moves its audience to action. Like the Harlem Renaissance, proponents of black arts endeavored to create a distinct literature for, by, and about the African American, a literature that did not adhere to standard English and conventional literary rules, structures, and subjects. Brief historical insights of the period reveal the two main interracial factions and movements that engaged with each other and with mainstream society to bring about fundamental socio-political reform based on their ideas and beliefs. First, there was the Civil Rights Movement, led by Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr. Then there was the Black Power Movement, led by Malcolm X. The military wing of this movement was the Black Panther, and its literary wing was the Black Arts Movement. As Larry Neal explains, the black arts and the black power concept both relate broadly to the Afro-American's desire for self-determination and nationhood. Both are nationalistic. As you read the introduction to the black arts era of 1960-1975, list the similarities and differences between the two movements. These are summarized on this slide and the next several slides. Use the summary as a guide to anticipate the themes and style of the literature of the new black arts of 1960 to 1975. Review the movements that each was involved in. Review their religious affiliations. Martin Luther King was a Baptist minister, while Malcolm X was of the Nation of Islam. Review what each advocated. Martin Luther King advocated nonviolence, civil disobedience, and Christian love while Malcolm X took a more violent approach through the Black Panther Party. Consider their cultural and religious values. Martin Luther King based his values on Christian beliefs, while Malcolm X rejected Christian values. Consider their literary affiliations and their treatment of women. Note that initially Dr. King's ideas and beliefs were unacceptable. He was met with police brutality. This changed over time. Today there is a holiday in his honor. Use the summary to argue that Malcolm X's militant ideas and beliefs pushed mainstream America toward a favorable and acceptable view of Dr. King and what he stood for. Without Malcolm X, Dr. King may not be or have been appreciated as much. In many ways, Malcolm X was the opposite of Dr. King. His autobiography invites intertextuality with both Dr. King's beliefs and the firmly established Christian heritage of African Americans from the era of slavery to the present. He repeats key Christian themes with a difference and attempts to revise and reverse the Christian focus and beliefs. In literary theory, intertextuality, according to Webster's Reader's Handbook, is a text's quality of interdependence with all previous and future discourse. Julia Kristeva in the 1960s introduced the term to express the idea that every new literary text is an intersection of text, that it has absorbed and transformed previous works, and then it will be absorbed and transformed by future texts. In chapter 11 of his autobiography, titled Saved, he repeats and revises the Christian doctrine of salvation and instead represents Elijah Muhammad, the Nation of Islam, and the Quran as sources of grace and redemption.
Western societies that have championed Christianity and missionary activities are perceived as agents of the devil. The nation of Islam, Elijah Muhammad and Muhammad, replace them as agents of good and reformation. His text, therefore, acts as religious and political struggle, or jihad, foregrounding the Muslim religion as liberatory, as opposed to Western society that he represents as oppressive and evil. As you read Malcolm X, examine how he departs from the firmly established African-American Christian beliefs and adds a Muslim component or view to African-American identity. Explore how his militancy creates a space and voice of extremism and activism in African-American literature. Illustrate the role of faith convictions in the process of moving from passiveness to activism. Do you agree with his position? Based on your knowledge of African-American literature that predates Malcolm X's autobiography, what themes, tropes, and conventions are repeated or revised and given impetus? How is it an autographic, liberatory narrative that both honors and rewrites the slave narrative tradition with its focus on bondage, literacy, transformation of self, freedom, and role of religion? As mentioned earlier, the Black Arts Movement was the literary wing of the Black Power Movement, led by Malcolm X. So be warned, the poetry is no friend of decorum. Use the poetry of Amiri Baraka and Sonia Sanchez to illustrate the poetic aspirations of the Black Arts Movement. Read poems such as Black Art, SOS, A Poem for Black Hearts, I Don't Love You, Three Movements and a Coda, and Summer Words of a Sista Addict to illustrate the subject matter of this artistic movement. What issues are being addressed? How are the poems anti-Christian, anti-Semitic, anti-white, anti-mainstream, and polemic or controversial? Black art is commonly regarded as the manifesto for the era's black aesthetic, and the poem itself both theorizes and practices the tenets of the movement. How does this poem illustrate the ideas articulated by the black power movement and by Larry Neal in the black arts movement and Milana Karenga in black art mute matter? How does the poem present both aesthetic and political arguments? How does the poetry of the black art movement differ from that of mainstream poetry? By mainstream representation, I mean conventional poetry, especially representation of a poem on the page. In other words, how do black art artists redefine poetic structures? Consider, for instance, the lack of capitalization, the line lengths and placements on the page, the punctuation or lack thereof, and the use of slashes. Use your analysis of these differences to speculate on the aesthetic beliefs of the black arts movement. Why do they write this way? Who were their audience? What did they think should be the purpose of literature and the responsibility of the artist? Listen to Baraka's reading of Whalers on the CD and ponder the significance and function of orality in writing in the poetry of black arts writers. From a historical perspective, it is apparent that the aspirations of the black arts movement echo that of the Harlem Renaissance. Both tried to create a distinct African-American literature.